Hello and welcome to the Kicking the Balls podcast. We are at episode six and of course, as ever, I'm joined by my good pal, Mr. Tom Hallam. How are we, buddy? I'm all good, mate. Even better because I'm pretty certain I know the commentary this week. Yeah, I don't know, that's, that's not a tough one, but, you know, I'm sure Van Persie's made many good runs. So can we have the goal? I want the goal. I want the stadium. I want the type of goal and I want the team they're playing against. <laughs> right. Well, it was uh, Robin Van Persie, obviously. It yep. was a against. It was at Old Trafford. Correct. It was against Aston Villa. Right. Correct. And it was a left foot volley. Correct. And, correct. and what, what was significant about that goal? Do we remember something else significant about that goal? Now, it was the. I'm sure that was a goal in a game they thrashed Villa, but they won the title. With that game, didn't Correct. it? It was three 0 and that was that wasn't obviously the deciding goal. I don't actually know if it was the first, second, or third, but yeah, they won the last their title, their last title under Fergie. Nice, and was it a Wayne Rooney assist? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that I think when we did hear it at the beginning there, but the guy, the commentator, did say uh, Rooney, and Rooney's that quite a trademark sort of diagonal Rooney ball as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was uh, well. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Do you remember that goal in America for LMS when Rooney like? Ran that, that there was like the last minute, and I think it was a, uh, currently drawing or tying in America. And the team were on the counter attack, and Rooney got back and did a big challenge on the touchline, won the ball back, then played a big diagonal, and the guy headed it in. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I think it was like one of the most Rooney Rooney summed up in like fifteen seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're not obviously big fans of him because he didn't even get a mention in our best ever eleven or the best. Yeah, <laughs> So let's move in from him. But how are you? You've been all right. You had a good week. Obviously, it's been nice and sunny, but the rain's got a bit it's got a bit dreary now. But how are we? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm actually enjoying and looking forward to the next couple of days of sort of miserable, cool weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same, actually. Hay fever's been getting on my tits. So when, when I saw the rain, I was like, yeah, do you know what? Uh, this is fine. It was a bit like the Shawshank Redemption when he when he climbed through all the crap <laughs> piles of crap at the end. You know, I was like, "Oh, rain! This is fantastic." Because I tell you what, Saturday night was probably the worst hay fever I've had in my entire life. Blimey, you're suffering that much from it this year. Oh my lord! I do. I don't know what it, I actually think. I actually think Jason Lee. I don't know if Jason listens to this. I actually think Jason gave me hay fever. Right. Okay. I've <laughs> <laughs> not told this before. No. So I, I I think hay fever is totally like transferable, and I don't think he I don't think and I think the thing is Jason didn't even have hay fever. I think he's he unlocked something because um, I never had hay fever my entire life. I went to Why Not Festival and Jason was there, and we were both drunk on the, in a field, and he picked up this little was it like a, was it, it wasn't a flower, but it was like a weird grass thing, yeah. <laughs> it's like the in between of like a plant and a grass. I don't know what it was. And he said, oh, my God, it's one of those. Put that up your nose. So I was like, I was a few sort of strong bows in. So I was like, all right, fine. And then put up my nose. And that, basically, every time I sneeze with hay fever now, that's the feeling I get from putting that thing up my nose. I sneeze like three times straight afterwards. Bloody hell. Jason, if you're listening, can you please tell me what it was you shoved up Hedges' nose? <laughs> it was like a little it was like a little green. It wasn't grass, but it wasn't a plot. I don't know what it was. But it was, um, yeah, so I actually think if you, want to, if you want to give someone hay fever and you want to ruin their life every summer, when they're asleep, shove that up their nose. Anyway, well, we've digressed, we've digressed, we've digressed. <laughs> already, already. That was, not the, uh, that was not the intro we were looking to do. <laughs> I don't know how we got on. Uh, what beer have you got? Right, well, 
this week I've actually gone for a cider. Okay. Um, okay. Purely because there is there isn't much left on the Tesco shelves that I could think of. So I've gone for a Copperberg. Ooh, oh Swedish. So we were looking for pacey fullbacks. So I bought a Copperberg and then I thought this thing about Swedish fullbacks, and I can only think of two, so uh, also, uh, the, uh, the Olsen brothers, I'm thinking of, from yeah, uh, Darby and Blackburn, Norwich and that. That's, that's two. Yeah. <laughs> the, other, the only other one I had was Eric Edmund. And I think that, I think. Um... <laughs> I mean, he was hardly, he was barely a footballer, wasn't he? <laughs> what a fullback. <laughs> one of the best ever goals. But yeah, I was thinking Martin Olsen, maybe. He's, I think I had a quick look and he's, he's got pace 80 still on FIFA, on the latest FIFA. So. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Okay. Oh, I that is out. I mean, were you thinking more Eric Edmund? Were you or no? No. No. I was thinking more Martin Olsen. I'm just thinking. Of, I'm trying to think of a current Swedish fullback. I can't think of bloody one. No. I I had a look and yeah. <laughs> I did. Oh yeah. No. What pace? Okay. Okay. Martin or what was the other one called? Right. <laughs> what was the other one called? I can't. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I can have a <laughs> So we'll have Martin Olsen because we don't know what the other one's called. <laughs> I think he was. He must have been the one to play for Derby. That's the only one I'd know. I only know one who Marcus, no, Marcus, Marcus Olsen. Marcus and Martin Olsen. That's why it's so bloody confusing. Marcus was the one who played for Blackburn, I think. And Martin played for Swansea and Derby, I think. And one played Maybe for Norwich. Or was there, or was there three? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they were triplets. Marvin, Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Olsen as well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So Martin Olsen is in. Okay, so we got one fullback. Have you got? Have you got the other fullback for us? I have got another fullback. I've got a slightly different type of fullback, but I believe he's quite pacey. So I was under a lot of stress actually in the shop today because I was trying to find a Brazilian lager, but I realised I don't know any Brazilian lagers. So. I suppose I could have Googled it, but I just thought, no, no, that's kind of cheating. So I went what I know. I went Carling. I don't even like Carling. So I've got a can of Carling, which is gross for a <laughs> on a Thursday night. Uh, it's kind of warm. But I've kind of, in, my, in mind, I've gone, I'm not going to cheat here and go with like a Carl Walker or, a, you know, a Danny Rose or a quick fullback like that. I'm going to go for Danny Mills. Uh, Danny Mills? Yeah, I feel like that. Danny Mills was quick, wasn't he? Um, I'm... Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. Well, we're going to talk about football manager a bit later on. Hang on, Danny Mills. <laughs> Are you going to look up his stats? Yes. <laughs> uh, football manager. It must be. Well, let's look at me. He's prime. Danny Mills. Okay. Yeah. Great. Here we go. Um, oh my god! There's like more than one Danny Mills. I'm going to say if it's, if it's less than ten, he's not pacey. No, no. He'll have he'll have more than that. Would you what, year, what year would Danny Mills be playing football manager? Well, not, not him personally, but 2005? He was part of that Leeds team, wasn't he? Was football manager around then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, oh no, it's not him. No. Is that, is that, is that, there's actually quite a few footballs that have been called Danny Mills, weirdly. Um, well, I can... go. No, I've got him. I've got him. Football manager, 2000, yeah, 12. That's all right. <laughs> His pace is his pace is twelve. What's his acceleration? Uh, fourteen. Oh, he's in. I, I remember him galloping down the wing that, that little bit. He was like, he's a bit of a, yeah, he was decent, and he's a and he's a bit of a thug as well, which I think we could do a bit of stealing there next to Van Bommel. 
We've got a lot of flair in that midfield. So, yeah, I think I've always quite... I, I kind of rated Danny Mills. Did you? I didn't mind it when he... Because he was always back up to Neville. And I, I, I... He wasn't a terrible like backup to have, to be honest. He, yeah, I think he was... Because he got a big move to Leeds, didn't he? So he must have been pretty good. And Leeds... There was a time when Leeds were buying all the players. They were buying, like, Rio Ferdinand and Robbie Keane and stuff. Like, they bought, they bought loads of other ones, like Seth Johnson and stuff. But... So, and, <laughs> I'm just naming Leeds players now. Fowler, <laughs> you know, all loads of them. But the uh, yeah, so they might, he must have been pretty good to sign for that Leeds team because Gary Kelly was there. And he was like a Leeds legend. Olivier Decor, Olivier Decor, another yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, had, they they bought quite a few players. Harry Kiel, Hasselbank. But I'm just naming all these players they've ever bought now. <laughs> I can and I can see Danny Mills enjoying a nice carling in in this uh, some in English summer as well. Yeah, we haven't got any English players. I don't think have we. He is, yep, he's our first English, so... Um, oh, OK, well, we need to get a quote up for that as well, because otherwise they're not going to let us enter the Premier League, are they? Right, <laughs> right. well, we're up to... Um, we've got 10 players, so next week we'll have to think of one between us. <laughs> is it centre-back, is it? It depends what formation we're going for. We've got goalie. We Actually, we, we do need another centre-back. Yeah, yeah centre-back. To go alongside uh, Richard Dunn. Richard Dunn, correct. Okay, fine. Well, well, maybe what we'll do is we'll both buy one next week and then we'll decide between the two of us. Yep, lovely. Sorted, sorted. So, big breaking news. I'm sure people might have seen it already, but the transfer market has done, had a bit of, in, bit of action on this Thursday night. I know it comes out on a Friday morning. That's why people probably have heard it. But Chelsea have signed Timo Werner from Leipzig, which apparently, I mean, I don't watch a lot of Bundesliga football, but I know, Tom, you've watched a bit more recently. And apparently, I think that's meant to be a pretty good signing. Yeah, because I think he had a minimum... Release fee, didn't he? Of forty. So, uh, yeah, and I think that ran out like right on the tenth of June or the first of July or something. That minimum release fee. So Liverpool were floating around him quite a bit. So it's quite a coup for Chelsea with regards to nipping him from. But the thing is, if you're Timo Werner, right, and you're looking at that Chelsea side, they haven't really. I know they got Tammy Abraham and Giroud, but they haven't really got a nailed down striker there, have they? No, well they're so, going to they're gonna lose yeah. Willian. On a free, um, Pulisic, I think, has had his injury problems. But I've seen, like I say, a, a bit of Timo Werner since the Bundes come back. And I've also watched him because uh, Spurs played RB Leipzig. And he's brilliant. He's really good. He's rapping. But, but I think the thing about Willie, uh, he is an out-and-out. Out, he's, he's more Giroud and he's, like, he's out-and-out striker. Like, he's not going to... Does he run the channels much, does he? Or? I think, no, he definitely can. He's very quick. I think he was, at the last World Cup, he was Germany's like main man up top and I think he struggled but he's still relatively young I think he's I'm not sure of his age but he's very clinical in front of goal and uh, well, they haven't they haven't really and I could I could be wrong here but I don't think they've they've obviously tried and ever sort of Murata um who else have they bought down there obviously Torres was there but since Drogba they haven't really had a successory up top have they who was actually saying that who was up front for them when they won the league under Conte uh Diego Costa, or was that? Oh God, yeah. Sorry, so that yeah, some complete nonsense by me then, because Costa was obviously very good. <laughs> so yeah, okay, fine. So, but since Costa, then they haven't really, and Costa's been not been there for a few years now, has he? No. Well, I've just had a quick look. He's twenty four years old. He's five foot eleven. He's good age. Good age. Yeah. Good at, at Leipzig, he's scored in one hundred and twenty two appearances. He's got seventy five goals. Jesus, that is quite lively. So that is a great signing for Chelsea. That is quite. What do you, what do you think about what? What would your comment be if my answer to that is? But but it's in the Bundesliga. Is that a valid comment or is that complete nonsense? Uh, I wouldn't say it's complete nonsense, 
I think he he's more than capable. I don't think the defenses in the Premier League are. I think I think it's one of those ones. I think like if, if people say people say it's quite a lot, didn't they? It's a bit like oh, we're Messi's and Ronaldo scoring all the goals in that league, and um, but in Scotland, oh, it's a Mickey Mouse league and stuff. Like, but you know these players who are doing it have earned their right in these leagues to give it a go in with like the big. Well, what, what would we say? The, what would we say the big three is? We say Prem, La Liga, and what Germany or Germany, and then yeah. it's, I think. I think Italy and France are behind, aren't they now? Yeah, I think obviously in the nineties, Serie A was the big one, but that's had a bit of a fall from grace. But no, I think you're right. He's scored the goals there, and to be honest, anyone can score goals in any league anywhere in the world. As soon as you move to another league, it's completely different. So yeah, you've got the lingo to think about, haven't you? You've got like obviously your teammates, and I mean, for example, like it's it's a stupid point because it's like. What are you, you going to do? Not buy Suarez. Not buy Suarez from was he? Was he at Ajax? No, where was Suarez before he went to Liverpool? It was. Ajax. It was in Holland, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Ajax? Was it? You don't think about Suarez at Ajax one bit, do you? But um, but yeah, like, do you not? You, do you not take a punt on him? Do you not take a punt on an Henri because he? You know, they've scored loads of goals. You've just got to get, there is no guarantees, is there? Like Fernando Torres, I know he had a bit of an injury problem. But he was probably one of the biggest guarantees Chelsea could have at fifty million quid back then, and he was useless. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And as we said. So, that- at his price as well, that is a, a bit of a steal in today's market. Well, actually, we don't know what today's market is because of the current climate. So, no, and that's, well, that's the other thing. It's quite bullish considering the uh, you know everyone's got. You think everyone we look at the purse strings a little bit, wouldn't you? and they've also bought that uh, other fella from Ajax, Zayash, haven't they? The little is he Algerian, the winger? Yeah, forgot about that as well. They're putting a little team together, Lampard is. I suppose there are a couple of trans windows behind, aren't they? Yeah. But interesting. Okay, cool. It's, it's nice to have some transfer news. Like, oh wow, there's been a signing. What the hell? Um, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And any what's the uh, what's the Premier League update transfers aside? Are we uh, all we're all good to go? Really, aren't we? Yeah, we've got. So today they have agreed that there will be five substitutes they're allowed to use now, which is an interesting one. So they're going to have to be social distance. That's a big bench they're going to have there. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen in the Bundesliga, but they are. Literally seeing two meters apart, so they are massive benches. You're be so bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not talk to anybody. So obviously, yeah, five substitutes because they obviously haven't had a proper preseason, and I think there's a few concerns about player fitness and injuries. So, but they're only allowed to use those five substitutes at three opportunities. Five substitutes, three opportunities. Oh, oh, I oh okay, okay. And, uh, all right. And I also saw there was a friendly happening between like Forrest and somebody. Wolves and Forest, I think it is, yeah. And it's like, so I, did, I didn't quite understand that, quite honestly, because it's kind of like, there's been a big debate about getting the Premier League back. Should it come back? Shouldn't it come back? And we're going to play friendly? So like, what's the point in that? <laughs> like, yeah, I did see they agreed that friendlies could go ahead, but I was a bit, yeah, what's this whole social distancing I mean, thing? And everything? I get the point. I get the point. Obviously, the players want to be sharp and hopefully the players don't get injured and they're going to have to play a lot of games at once. I mean, I totally understand the thing of you know, why we have a friendly but I just felt like in the current situation, maybe, well, I guess, you know, players would say, I need to get warmed up. But you get warmed up in training, can't you? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, uh, I'm sure people know more than I do about this stuff. But I'd be very surprised if the Premiership players weren't in tip-top shape throughout this whole lockdown period. Obviously, not match fitness, but they'll still be very, very fit. I think it, I think it, I think it depends on the player a little bit. Like, Rooney didn't have a great sort of track record of coming back, did he? Like, 
not me. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't seen it, but someone. I should actually Google it now. Actually, apparently, Higuain looks horrendous. <laughs> Have you seen it? But he, he's never looked good, even like halfway. Is it? I was going to type in. There was some sort of thing recently where apparently he looks. Uh, fans concerned about Higuain's. Uh, I'm just looking at it now. Oh, he does look a bit top heavy. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But the thing is, also, what he's up against here is the photo's been taken next to Ronaldo. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to look good next to Ronaldo, no matter who. Yeah, no, he does look a bit. Oh dear, he does look a bit dumpy. <laughs> so they've also—I don't know if you've seen Hedges—they've actually released, or I think they've been leaked, some of the uh, Premier League fixtures as well. Ah, okay, okay. What's that look? At, what's that looking like? I haven't seen um, any of that to be honest. So the first ones, obviously, Arsenal or well, Sheffield United, um, Arsenal. On the Wednesday, followed by no, sorry, Sheffield United, Villa, and then City Arsenal on the Wednesday, and then on the Friday night, on the way on the Wednesday, you're on the Wednesday against what time? Eight o'clock. Quarter past eight. I'm trying to do this on a really slim screen, which is very annoying. Quarter past eight. Lovely jubbly. Yeah, you're quarter past eight, and then on the Friday, you've got Norwich versus Southampton at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Next, call pass. Yeah. Call pass. Say you've got Spurs vs Man United on the Friday. Friday night, yeah. Night, no, that's better. And then Mourinho, Old Trafford, or it's at no, it's at the Spurs. Okay, what is what is going on? Have you found a sponsor yet? Has anyone wants to sponsor that bloody toilet bowl yet, or what? <laughs> no, we don't need it, mate. Don't need the money. <laughs> I think you wouldn't mind it, but I think you're only getting like McCain's oven chips interested, aren't you? Like, where are the Hondas and the and the Sony's? Is that what we're that's what we're, that's what we're holding out for, isn't it? Or a nice, nice Emirates or something? Yeah, well, you know what Levy's like, he'd be holding out for the absolute <laughs> maximum. Quit the furlough stadium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we've also and they've announced FA Cup uh fixtures as well. Okay. Oh, I don't I don't oh I think Arsenal was Sheffield United, we? Yeah, you've got Sheffield United uh, so you're on Saturday the 27th of June at 5pm. And then okay. you've got Norwich Man United at 8, quarter past 8. And then on the Sunday, you've got Leicester versus Chelsea at half 2. And then okay. I believe it's Newcastle vs Man City at 6pm. Nice. Okay. 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 Well, are you... I'm surprised they actually went for the FA Cup. I thought they might have knocked it on the head. I did think that, but then when, because when they announced what was going on with it, I was a bit like, oh, I completely forgot about the FA Cup. I thought they'd just, yeah, next year, whatever. But so you got the semi finals of penciled in for uh, July 18th and 19th with the final on the Saturday, the August the 1st. Which the finals on oh, August, for some reason, I don't know, I misunderstood that. Okay, August the 1st. Yeah. So the new season, do we know when the new season's starting yet? No, because that normally the new season is... Mid-August. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing now we'll uh, have to delay that a little bit if they, whatever their plans are, I don't know what they're... I think once they get this one out of the way, if they start it sort of early September, we'll be all right, won't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think once we get the ball rolling, um, hopefully there's no second... Get the ball rolling, like it. There's no second wave and uh, we can just uh, get it all done and dusted with. Can you can you hear that, Tom? What's that? You, uh, it's quiz time. Did you, I don't know if you heard that. 
<laughs> you scared me then. I thought the bloody recording had messed up. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, uh, I don't know if you can hear that. That's the, that's the sound of the... It's time for a quiz. Oh, right. Are you ready? Yes. Well, um, what style are we doing? Are we doing quick fire? Are we doing... Um, so Tom and I have just found a new uh, a new <laughs> a new feature on our sort of virtual software that we've got, where we can type to each other. And I've obviously missed talking about Padabon, and Tom just wrote Padabon Dick. <laughs> 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 All right, Tom, how are Padabon doing? <laughs> our boys aren't doing too well, mate. They're not. No, they got stuffed at the weekend, six-one by Dortmund. Oh my! Look, oh, I saw that. Yeah. So, uh, well, we, it was nil-nil at half time. So there's a, there's a positive there. Okay. Oh well, that's not bad. That's, well, to be fair, they, they did about the same as Arsenal in the Champions League, by the sounds of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and our next game is away to Leipzig on Saturday, so it's not looking good. Yeah, I think it's um, so. I mean, well, I've kind of fully gone now since the Arsenal back. Now I can't commit to. to but are you? What's your thinking? I mean, I, I suppose you don't want to show it anymore, do you? Uh, to be honest, I still need to send you a link, don't I? You still owe me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. it's in your hands, mate. In your capable hands, but no. So it's looking bleak. It's looking bleak. But I did get a message from our informant over in Germany from on. Twitter. Oh, he's still, he's still friends with this guy. Well, no, he keeps. Sometimes he just drops you a message. So this one's brilliant. He, this was on Tuesday. Uh, have you enjoyed our comeback to the season so far? Personally, I think we have picked up some great points and played some positive football. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, they've drawn free, lost, got absolutely battered. The football's been terrible. Um, but I think they are, were expecting to go back down. So I think they're sort of, at ease with it, so they're just enjoying it whilst they can. So, fair play to the lemon squeezers. Well, yeah, ho Godspeed down there in the uh, what's it called Bundesliga B? Is it or what's it called? I don't know what the second tier is called over there, but it's um, it looks like. I mean, maybe sometimes teams are better off going down. Well, they only spent I think three hundred thousand euros transfer money. Like that's how much they spent in the summer. So, <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean it's. It's yeah, I think that's yeah. It's, it's, it's it, they sound a bit like a sort of a Burnley or well, not a Burnley. Who doesn't spend much money, but is not and is not going to stay up. Norris didn't spend much, did they? Norris didn't spend much. No, well, I think you're, when Burnley first came into the Prem, they didn't spend a huge amount, and um, I think they had to rely on the squad that got them up. And I, I think they lost a few players and. Uh, I mean, I'm talking like I actually know what I'm talking about. I'm just reading stuff I've read. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no sort of um, wrong or right answer when you go up, is there? It's like you can do a Fulham, you know, absolutely chuck 100 million quid at it, and then it all goes completely peak tong. Or you can do, I mean, Bournemouth, I think Bournemouth have probably been the ones that have done it about as well as you can do it. You're playing good football, um, uh, but you're spending a relative amount of money that's going to make it more likely you're secure, but you aren't completely skinting yourself out and you spend more money as time goes on. It seems like the right way of doing it. But I think trying to play good football is a good thing as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I think a few examples, well, Sheffield United have played the exact same way they played in the Championship and look how well they're doing. Yeah, once you know you're safe, once you know you're safe, then start spending. They bought that bird, bird guy, didn't they? But I don't know what he's like, but they, they, they spent a bit bigger once they knew they were safe. That's probably the right thing to do. Yeah. 
Quiz time. What's that? Can you hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom. Okay. Very, very simple. Very, very simple. It couldn't be simpler. But I don't. I don't think you'll do it. I think you'll get eighteen of these. Okay. I'm going to ask you to name every single Premier League club in a minute. In a minute, bloody hell! There's only twenty. So there's one every three seconds, which doesn't sound too bad, does it? What? I've got the league table in front of me. What do you wait a minute? And... Play every Premier League club. Yeah. In oh this season. Or... Yeah, and currently in the Premier League, I want you to name all th- 20 of them. We've only got a minute to do it. And basically, like last week, rather than the kind of the quickness of the question, I think the time is going to get you this time. I thought you meant every single team that's played in the Premiership. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, no. Just the ones that are in the Premier League this year. So 20 teams. Okay. Sounds easy, doesn't it? It does. And I know I'm going to mess up. So three, two, one, go. Right. Spurs, Arsenal, West Ham. Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Leicester, Sheffield United, Newcastle, uh, Bournemouth, Southampton, Crystal Palace, um, Everton. Go well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Norwich. I've already said Brighton. Um, I don't know who I've done and who I haven't now. All right, to be honest. Keep going, keep going. I said Liverpool, I have. Um, who else is down at the bottom? Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, Wolves. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Burnley. Ten seconds. Ten seconds, Burnley, yes. Oh, I'm going to miss a really... Watford. Watford, yes. Uh, Time. How many did I get? It is. Um, so you didn't, get, you didn't get Southampton. Oh, I thought I... Do you know what? I thought I did, so I didn't say them again. You didn't get Southampton and I didn't... Palace? I did say Palace. Um, you did say Palace. Sorry, my bad. Uh, I think it might have been Southampton. I, I kind of lost track of it because my bloody dog started barking. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it was 20 then. Well, yeah, you did get Southampton. Newcastle, did you say? Yeah. I think you might have got all of them. Norwich, you would have said. Brighton? I said Brighton. I think you might have got 19 then, Tom. I'm pretty certain I said Southampton, so I'm going to look forward to listening to this get VAR on that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so both quizzes you've done me, because A, the first quiz, you got it all right, and the second quiz, I just couldn't keep up, to be quite honest. <laughs> Did you say Liverpool? Yes. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, sure. I, we will have to, VAR, we'll have to listen. We'll, we'll, re-listen, to, we'll re-listen to it, okay. <laughs> Well, 19 is not, 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 I think 19 is pretty. West Ham, did you say? Yes. Okay. We'll give you, I'll give you 19 then. Not bad. That's pretty good going, actually. Good, good. All right. Um, well, I, when you first said that, I was like, every single Premiership team, I was thinking of Barnsley's, your Ipswich. Oh, yeah. No, that's, there is, that is another good quiz, actually, naming all the teams ever to have been in it. But that's for, I think that's for another. I couldn't keep up with 20, never mind bloody 50. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Emails, please. Yes, so just jump up. I should say, actually, I should say, as always, thank you so much for your emails. Um, you can send us through. We've got a few more in this week as well, which is great. Um, KITBpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and again, just follow up with Hedge says, thank you very much for your questions. And also, 
just for sending us emails because some of them haven't got questions in. They've just got some feedback, some ideas. And what I like is most people, when they do email in, include they're sort of answering the questions we've answered in the pod, which is, I don't know, when you listen to a, f- a football podcast and they're asking questions amongst themselves, you answer along with them, even though you're listening to. So it's nice to hear people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to start. So we've got one from Pete who has uh, followed. He's backing you when he says about Arsenal, Arsenal beating Liverpool is a better achievement than City being QPR. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> Man, I'm a United fan. That might be. Thank you, mate. I, I, I couldn't agree more. But his question is, it's a quick question. Who has the final say on the podcast title? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, well, it's basically, we, we, we tend to come to it at the end, didn't we? It's, well, um, the process is we, at the end of the pod, we try and think of something, then we can't. So we just say, we'll listen to it and then think of something. And then after the we finish recording, we stay on the line and we chat and we try and think of what random person, what football uh, manager we've mentioned. Normally still can't think of something. So then we have to listen to it. Um yeah, we like we like the idea that there's a player and usually an old school player involved with some sort of random thing, don't we? That's what we quite like. Yeah, the idea is if you're just scrolling across it on Spotify or Apple and you see in a jacuzzi with Brian McBride, you want to? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm clicking that. I mean, that is if anyone wants to send me a virus to my emails, then just put that because I'm clicking on it. <laughs> 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 like, it doesn't it, I don't really I need to see that so that that's kind of the thinking I guess but yeah, I don't no, know we're, we're far from experts so I mean we could be doing completely wrong to be quite <laughs> there is no method to our madness but we, we somehow come up with something so um, uh, that is oh, I, don't, I don't actually know what's in the running yet have you been writing down the players names like you said you're going to uh, no <laughs> <laughs> okay no worries no worries cool cool so we've got Timo Werner the one we got so far but okay any more? Was there more questions? That's sure yeah, it was. We've got uh, so thank you again, Pete. Um, uh, you always email in. It's always nice to hear from you. So next one is from uh, my little sister Annie. So we're getting a lot of Hallam emails, which is good. Um, oh yeah, yeah, loving the support. Yeah, they're f- all of them are football mad. Um, so one thing she does bring up in her email, she is enjoying the beer comparisons. Um, and branch down. Should we, after we've done a beer or alcohol team, what thing can we branch off into next? I had a little. I just thought about this before the pod. I was thinking, what about like a chocolate bar team? Or yeah, I could, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I can have a chocolate bar on the podcast quite happily. Because yeah, I can't think of what other alcohol we can go down unless we start going to the the heavy spot. Harder to play the nationality game of chocolates. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where twelve comes from. Yeah, but you know, you could say like a crunchy is like your your hard man in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Um, you could say a Snickers is your is your nutter. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> people, yeah, okay. people listening, send in some ideas for what we can do. Breakfast. You could do cereals. Yeah, nice. Okay. <laughs> right, let's move, move on to Annie's questions. She's saying in a few. Uh, so sh- let's go with, so we think we've done a little bit with the FA Cup. Okay. 
Who are your favourite Premier League players outside the, I'm doing the bunny ears, big six? Okay, yep. So I've got, I've sort of gone for who do I like and who would I, who do I think, who would I sign again? Sorry for putting my Spurs hat on, but who would I sign if I was Spurs manager? So I think. Are we, uh, are we counting Spurs as a top six side, are we? Or? No, well, neither Spurs or Arsenal are currently in the top six. So. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so so the top six, uh, you know, in in bloody years being Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, um, Arsenal, Spurs, and who's the other one? It's City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the join us on the Kick of the Balls podcast. We have great knowledgeable podcasts. Yeah. And I definitely said Southampton. Oh, yeah. Um. So I've got my first one. I've put down is Neves from Wolves. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't think of him. Okay, that's a good one. Because I didn't. You want to do one? I'll do one. Would you do three each? Yeah, I've got three down. So I've my first one would be Nevis. Okay, cool. Like it, like it. Well, uh, I can totally see why. Obviously, top top draw, better than Jacker. So I'd have him at Arsenal as well. <laughs> but um, sorry, I suppose he's your player. Do you want to elaborate on that? Uh, well, pretty much the same. I think he's a really these talented centre midfielder. Pure techers. Pure techers. Yeah, he's got wonderful passing and vision and some of the goals he's uh, put in are absolute. They're all worldies. So, yeah, definitely would have him. What's, um, what's your first one? Um, Jamie Vardy. Oh, yeah, I thought you might say that. I mean, you could argue he's lesser kind of a top seven in the top bloody four, aren't they? <laughs> but if, this is the Arsenal Spurs fans clinging on to the fact that we're still a top six side. <laughs> But Vardy's just, he's just class, isn't he? I love him. I love him. I love that in that season when they won the league, the fact that he's come from Fleetwood, the fact that he's that horrible, kind of chavvy, quick centre forward, everything I hate, <laughs> um, but hate to play against. I mean, plays on the shoulder, good finisher. He's always been pretty good in every division he's played in. I think he's always done a decent job for England as well. He's, he's the, British, the English Luis Suarez, in my opinion. And he's that good. He's one of those where you always have a spot, uh, like a soft bit, not soft bit. You always like someone who has like a terrible diet. Like, isn't his pre-match warm-up like seven Red Bulls or something? Yeah, he's just a lad. He, I mean, he looks like he should be like an electrician, doesn't he? <laughs> and no, he's just, he's just, he's just class. And I think he's, I think he's, he's one of those players. Again, I think he's worked at his game. He's got better as he's got older. He obviously, he, while he's uh, what well, he mentioned about the diet there, but he obviously looks after himself enough because he's still rapid and he's in his early thirties, isn't he? So, yeah, no, I love him. He's different class. If I, I was gutted when Arsenal didn't buy him, when we, I mean, I should actually not like him because we actually paid the release clause to get him, and he turned us down the season after they won the league. Um, but I won't hold that against him because uh, he probably called it right. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. So my next one is actually one of his Leicester teammates, and I've gone for. Indeedy. Oh, indeedy do. Yes, okay. What are you uh, thinking? My thinking is, so this was more down the who would I like to sign for Spurs to improve our Stein eleven, and he's uh, exactly what we need, an absolute presence in the middle, simple, wins the ball back, plays it to the creative players. And um, I think Leicester had a little bit of a dip in form and... It was no coincidence. It was when he was injured. So I yeah. think everyone, I think I remember Harry Redknapp saying on the Peter Crouch podcast how 
how good Wilson Palacios was because all he did was win the ball back and play it simple. And I think sometimes some teams, the way you play, you need something like that. And uh, I'm sure he is more than just that, but he's an absolute presence in the mid- midfield and I would love to see him in a Spurs top. Yeah, no, proper, proper. Um, I actually had another Leicester player, so I'm not going to say him because we've said to you. So, uh, honourable mention for Yuri Tillemans. I think he's a bit, a bit, of, a pl- bit of a player yeah, as well. Definitely. Um, um, I, okay, so I'm going to go with a. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know if I don't even agree with this. Uh, Wilfred Zaha. He's actually my third player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, so you do really agree with it then, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, well, uh, again, I mentioned that I really like Danny Ings as well at Southampton, but I think Vardy and him are quite similar. Vardy's better. So, um, well, I'll, I'll let you take Zaha then. I'll go with, um, who's the player I was going to say? Um, Ryan Fraser at Bournemouth. Only you could get him as well because he's going on the free, I think. I know, but Ruben always going to Liverpool, isn't it? But I think he's quite good. I think he's didn't he get the second highest assist in the league or something last year? And he, I, the only reason he's gone bad this year, and okay, you could argue his attitude's not great, is because he um, doesn't want to be there. But he's, done, he's, he's just completely turned off the ball this year, isn't he? That's why. And there's no, no, no coincidence. Bournemouth are struggling. Um, so yeah, I think he's uh, he's. I, I have actually just added that one on the whim a little bit because I've kept my last one in the bag. But I because uh, obviously I had. Um, I didn't want to go with Yuri Tillemans. But go on, what's your... Th- so, your last one, Zaha, yeah? Yeah, so I, I had Zaha down. I I just think he's a sort of something from nothing sort of player. Gets you off... Better the- than Pepe. Better than Pepe. <laughs> Gets you off the edge of your seat. I think um, it'd be interesting because obviously he had that move to Man United that didn't work out. He's obviously always been a top performer for Crystal Palace. So, I would like to see him at a better club to see just how good he really is because some games... Well, I, think, I, don't, I don't think we can only really hold that United stint against him too much because he went in that weird sort of January when Fergie was leaving. So there was a big old change going on at the club, wasn't there? So And then Moisey came in. He got, he's not really a Moisey-type player, is he? He's kind of all flair and all action. Whereas Fergie could would make room for those sort of players. Moisey was a bit more... One of the problems I think at United he had was the fact he couldn't, couldn't really sort of like unleash... Be as attacking as maybe he should be as a United uh, manager, wouldn't it? You know, so he didn't really fall into the right kind of um, stint there. But I think he's definitely above. Well, you know, no offense to Palace, but he's probably the, ne- the next tier above them. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and wasn't there a rumor that he was shagging David Moyes' daughter or something like that? <laughs> well, I was not going to mention that, mate, because I was going to go a bit more PG. We've got five year olds listening to this. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. <laughs> I don't think that's conclusive. I don't think that's conclusive, right? But yeah, I have heard that story. But there's a lot of stories in football. <laughs> I'm the guy. Okay, so who's your third player you just thought of now? Well, I keep naming loads of players now, but because it was going to be Adam Traore, because um, obviously he's different class. But um, and I seen him live, and I really liked him when I watched him live. But we've already, you've already said a Wolves player. I don't want to make it too top heavy Wolves and Leicester, so I'll go with Jack Grealish. Oh, great shout! Great shout! Yeah, my sort of player, Jack Grealish. Kind of, he's a bit of a knob. But he's got all the, all the quality in the world, and I think if I think if you've got that, own it. And then uh, I remember once when I went to the Derby Villa game uh, with uh, a mate of mine, Mike. He's he's he's, in, he's into his football, but he's not massive massive in the football. He didn't know Jack Reed was watched because obviously that was, this was in the Championship as well. And Jack Reed came over to take a corner, and he, Jack Reed. I don't even like you know, no kind of you know whatever. But he, he's a 
good-looking guy, I think. <laughs> and he came over, he's tanned up, he looks great. Got a bit of Ronaldo swag about him. Do I sound like a bit of a fanboy here? Yes, 100%. Okay. <laughs> I like his hair. And, um, and oh no, my Lexus is going off. It's okay. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> it's like, I thought maybe say that Alexis Sanchez. Oh, let's go do it again. That's all right. So yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack Grealish, he uh, came over to that corner and all the Derby fans were booing him massively. And I, I and Mike was like, why are they all booing him so much? What did he do? And I was like, I think it's just because he's very good. Like, there's no, the Derby fans have got a reason to dislike him, really. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, that was, but yeah, Grealish, I think he just got it. I think if there's, if there's it in football, I think Jack Grealish has got it. Yeah. Do you remember when we went to, a Burnley game at Turf Moor with Woody and the gang, and it was against Villa, and I was against a very young Jack Grealish, and obviously he has his socks low down a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And he got absolute pelters from the Burnley fans. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's probably another reason why Derby fans were booing him was that he's not the kind of average football fan sort of cup of tea, is he? But I, I quite like him for that, I think. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> I think that's a great choice. I, to be honest, I had a look at the league table. I didn't even get down to the bottom three when I was looking at what. Well, you don't care about League One or League Two, so why would you look at the bottom three? I mean, we're just losing. All you, you, you care about is the top six, Tom, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, we're not even in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, okay, next email. What we got? No, not next email, next question. Annie sent in a few. Oh, sorry, sorry. Right, so this one. Um, let me go to her actual email then while I've written down. So. Who's your favourite footballer that you've had a picture taken with? And as she's put, other than Heskey, Tom. Mm, okay, well, we touched on this a bit last week with regards to the, uh, the Wigan players. Obviously, I had a photo with Mr Titus Bramble. Um, who have I had a photo with? So I've had a photo of loads of Arsenal players. I'm going to try and avoid... I haven't had a photo of many players who aren't Arsenal players. Um, oh, I, I know exactly who it is. I know, exa- I know exactly who it is. Daniela Diccio. <laughs> Jesus, that is a name I haven't heard for a while. So, yeah, so Daniel DJ, if people don't know, he uh, he's played QPR. I think he was at Spurs, wasn't he? And <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> and he was at Rangers, big, tall, I think he was Scottish. Uh, what an old school player, but big target man. And he, um, he came to my, I used to play for a team called Forest United when, Forest, no, not Forest United, that's the actual club, isn't it? Forest Rovers, I played for. Uh, back in the old North London days, because I was a bit of a, bit of a lad. <laughs> and uh, he, he came to a coaching session and actually played in a game for us once. And we were all like nine. It's really weird. <laughs> and um, and they had a photo of him. And that was probably my, yeah. I can't really think of any, I can't really think of any players non-Arsenal that I've had a photo with. No, I don't. the only ones I can think of I've had is Emil Heskey, which is obviously my favourite. And I think uh, bumped into Hugo Lloris in Tesco. And that I think that's, the only ones I've had photos with. But Jules Thorne. Jules Thorne I've had a photo with. I've had a photo with Joe Ledley. Uh, yeah, you're his wife's his wife's PT, is that right? I was, I was but then obviously he's got he's, he's moving now, he's got he's, he's left Derby, so sad times. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. Right, so I'm gonna move on to the next question. So what is the f- what is your favourite position you, you've played in that isn't your regular position? Okay, well, uh, mine's easy. Um, Centre forward, obviously. Yep, that's what I've got because it's the easiest position to play. <laughs> yeah, it's the most. It's, it's by far the most fun because 
you're kind of allowed to muck up. Okay, you can't miss too many chances. But if you miss, it's not like unless it's an absolute howl of a miss. If you're one on one and you miss, it's not like necessarily absolutely crucial, is it? Whereas like if you're a defender and you make a mistake, it usually results in, you know, them going in and potentially scoring. So I always think strikers, and it's just fun trying to beat the offside trap, have a go at the centre forward, hold up plays, fun. You get all the glory. Yeah. Best position by a mile. (laughs) I think the thing I like about it most is when you're, say you go from attacking and then the transition into defending, normally as a centre midfielder and as you as a centre back, normally you're chasing back and then you get to like the halfway line and you're thinking, actually, I don't have to do this. What am I doing? Yeah, it's a bit like netball, isn't it? When you play, play centre back, like netball, you get to the halfway line, you're like, oh, I can't go any further, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas, unless it's a corner and I get to go and have fun. Whereas, yeah, so centre forward, I think it's always, it's always been the best position. I mean, it's got you're the you're the main man. You are you score the goals. It's just yeah, it's just, I, I don't know why I didn't ever try and just do that more. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah well, easy, easy one for me that. I'm glad, I'm, I can see why you're the same. What sort of centre forward were you, Tom? I don't really know what sort of centre forward you were. I normally went up. From because Crusade when Ian didn't play for Crusaders, we were lacking a bit of height, so I was the target man. You were target man, were you? Okay, okay. It's quite handy. I think I played in a cup final up front for Crusaders. <laughs> target man. So when you're a good target man, like obviously there are Argo was a very good target man and stuff. Like if you're not, if your position is not target man, like say you're like me, you're your midfielder, because I was probably a bit more of a target man as well. If you're a centre back in your central central midfield and they put you up front and they assume you're a target man. Is that because you're tall or because you're slow? <laughs> I'm going to go with it was because I was tall. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you can tell yourself that. <laughs> I, keep, I keep telling myself that. Um, okay, so we're going to have one more question from Annie and then we're going to crack on with some football manager chat. So, and this is a, one of my favourite questions we've had. Um, All right. Okay. What do you miss most about football? Oh, wow. Well, as in like obviously with coronavirus and stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah. What are you missing about? Obviously, we've missed. Um, what am I missing most? Uh, well, I think I think it's more the route. I guess mine's not really specific. I, so I, I my my job is I work sort of Monday to Friday, and I do a Saturday morning, and I kind of kind of work for myself. So I kind of design that very purposefully, so I could enjoy the football on a Saturday afternoon, and I can um, you know potentially have a few drinks and be hungover on the Sunday. It's very very well. It's very much designed around the football, you know. And I used to enjoy going to, you know, there's a bar sport in, in Derby and then maybe taking to Let's Off on Saturday, have a couple of beers with a couple of boys, unwind uh, or watch it at home. Um, and then that kind of that kind of the football finishes, that Saturday night feeling, have Arsenal won. Is it a, is it a good, is it going to be a good night? Is it going to be a bad night? You know, that association of Arsenal and, and kind of taking it all on board. Um, that kind of moment, that kind of second half, it's dark outside. What's going to happen in the football Let's have a night out. That's what I miss about football. <laughs> you? <laughs> the night out. Um, yeah. Well, no, but do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? That kind of that excitement around that Saturday afternoon. Yeah, the, the Saturday afternoon, you got, whether it's, it may not even be your own team, it might be a good half-five kickoff game that you can go yeah, and when I, when, I, when, I say, when I say night out, I don't mean go and get like hammered. I mean like, you know, that feeling of like, oh, happiness, Arsenal have won, let's go and have a nice dinner or something. Or do you know, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, 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 is a, it is a mood changer, isn't it? It does even make you sort of feel happier or worse. 100%. Like what I've got down is in football, there 
it generates a feeling and emotion that you can't you can't recreate in anything. Like no. scoring a last minute winner, celebrating a last minute winner. I can't think of anything in life where all of a sudden you're you're sort of nothing's happening, nothing's happening, and then it's pure zero to a hundred in the split seconds. Like I think that's a good point actually, because I, I say this quite a lot about football and like Angel sometimes when she says like this is boring. And I'm like, no, but sometimes football can be boring, but you're waiting for them amazing moments and they're not and they're usually quite they're frequent enough. Like I'm obviously goal is an amazing moment, but there's enough it could be, doesn't have to be a goal. It could be a crazy offside decision. It could be something, but they're frequent enough for you to cling on to the boring bits, aren't they? <laughs> you know? yeah. They they keep you going, and yeah, obviously you get the downside of that feeling too when you have a crappy result. Or, but it's part and parcel of football, and I do miss it, and I cannot wait for it to come back. I mean, obviously there's a lot of issues around it coming back, but I'm glad I'll be able to just be able to watch football. Uh, Premier League football in less. Yeah, it's such a big part of the weekend, isn't it? And then you, got, you think about Sundays as well. And it's like your Sundays is not the same, is it? Because it's like, oh. it certainly is. But I bloody miss it, and I very much look forward to it coming back. So, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Annie. And then there is um, one last email. It's not a question. It's just for my brother over in Singapore. Hello, Sam. Um, he. He's basically just following up on one of our questions from last um, week where he said about, um, I think he's the emotional moment around football, and he said about when Tottenham versus Bolton in the FA Cup where Moamba collapsed, and then I think at one of the the, fix, the return, not the return fixture, but a year on from the like the anniversary of it, they paraded him around Waihar Lane, and I think... Oh, was he, was he at the White Hart Lane game? Not when he collapsed, but the the other one. Yeah, I think it was like a year later, or maybe the next time we played Bolton. Yeah. And obviously, that was bad. Not really bad. That was scary. Um, I mean, I was going to say he's ex but that doesn't even matter. But like, he, it's um, it's you know, absolutely awful. And there's a doctor in the crowd that he saved him, wasn't it? That was basically yeah, well, what he died incredible on, scene. He died on the pitch, and obviously got brought back to well, dead for a couple of minutes, I believe. And yeah, so I think. Again, that's one of those moments where where you realise football's just a game and it was an amazing recovery and I think I'll always remember that. I've had, I believe, was, the, was, the game, was the game I can't remember, was the game cancelled? Yeah, the game was cancelled. I can't remember the year, but it was it was on March the seventeenth, I believe, because I remember going out for some paddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that yeah, but it was can, good, it was cancelled. Yeah, yeah, remember it was cancelled, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, yeah, awful, awful. I remember it well. I remember it well. I remember reading the paper the next day and being like, bloody hell. But obviously, thank God he's all right. Yep, indeed. So, yeah, that is it for emails. Thank you again for everyone who's emailed in. Please send them in. Cool, 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 cool. Right, 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 right. As we've been trying to do for about three episodes, football manager. Right. It's been, been, it's been quite a few emails about it. It's very much our generation. So, hopefully, uh, even if you're not a football manager player, you will still be able to get enough from this. But it is. we had a couple of comments when we mentioned it a couple of times in the past. It is worth an, an episode by itself. So we're going to bang out about a good 20 minutes or so on it now. Um, I appreciate we spoke 50 minutes. So it's not an episode by itself, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to open up, Tom, with an early question for you. And obviously I'll answer it as well. What is your earliest memory 
of football manager or or, or championship manager brought to you by EDOS that kind of that kind of uh, realm yeah I'm, I'm glad I actually I actually have this question for you as well so I'm glad I prepared an answer so I believe the first time the first it was championship manager 0102 I think it was with the Reds back well, you were quite late, late it really yeah I was I never saw the appeal of it I remember it was so that Christmas, I think uh, my dad gave him my Yeah, my brother asked for championship manager for Christmas, and I asked for some other PC game. And then I was always like, "Why? Why are you asking for a game where you can't even play? Like, not because we always grew up playing the Fifas and yeah, yeah." And I was like, "That was a classic thing. That was a classic thing. Like, what you don't actually play the game. It was quite ballsy of them to create a game like that." But go on. Yeah, and I obviously. Bought some strategy based war game. <laughs> Great game. Free. But um, yeah, so my brother yeah. that, and uh, this was when we were both teenagers. I, I think it was like when I was in year, that must have been years eight, year nine. Uh, me and my brother both shared a laptop. We both shared a room. So we were both fighting each other for the laptop. <laughs> Well, he was right. I tell you, he was right. I'm Team Sam on this one. No, he was right because I then got into Championship Manager, and then we were fighting over who could play Championship Manager because it was <laughs> relentless. And that was I, the main thing I remember from that game was the text bar where you just re- watch it on super fast and just wait for it to flash, saying there's a. <laughs> That's the funniest part about it. You prepare the game for hours to see a flashing light at the bottom. Right. <laughs> it's, the weird, it's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, so that would be – so, I yeah, I think that was quite – because I think there was a few – wasn't there, like, total football man, total manager and – Yeah, there was, well, there was – I remember the, the game I played before football manager – I should say challenge manager – was an LMA manager on the PlayStation, which – I remember in the decent Newcastle side of that, but it wasn't the same. Like they somehow, I don't know how they do it on Football Manager, but they have a very realistic kind of transfer approach to stuff. So you, there's certain players that just wouldn't go to a club in the first season. Of course, if you get bigger and better, it becomes a little bit less realistic. But like in the sense that, like you know, I don't know, um, Zinedine Zidane's probably not going to go to Burnley. But but if, if you if you do really well with Burnley over the course of five years, of course he might join Burnley. But the point being is, is like they have a good I remember like other football manager games, it was very easy to buy players that would never go to that club. It, it couldn't seem to work out that that just would never happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, I think they must have some sort of reputation algorithm that you have to earn that reputation. Yeah, you're right. There's, 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 it's almost like, you know, like obviously Facebook and Instagram have the algorithm. There's almost some sort of algorithm before their time where certain players only go if you reach a certain point of the game or something. It's fascinating. And... Yeah, sorry, mate. Go on. And so, who, was, who what team were you first? What was your kind of? Who's your? Do you remember your first signing by any chance? I know my first signing. No, the only thing again, I was Man United, and I. <laughs> the only thing I remember was renaming um, all the players to give them nicknames, and the only one I can remember. Really, I hated that feature. And the only one I well, I thought because once I'd done it, they were playing better, so I, I'd done it for all the players. But the only one I can remember renaming was, I changed Rude Van Nistelrooy and I called him Horseface. <laughs> I mean, bet Rude didn't like that, did he? He played better under that, did he? Yeah, he was banging him in left, right, centre. But yeah, no, that was that's my earliest memory, but I'm guessing um, yours is before that. So let's hear yours then. 
So mine must have been. I was. So I remember Mr. Gilbert, uh, our PE teacher. It must be year eight, year nine. So, Christ, whatever that is. Um, probably year, well, maybe year seven, year eight. It was early, early chancellors. And I remember it being the minibus and him talking about like buying like Swedish players for a low price. And I was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> I think he was a Leicester fan, wasn't he? I think. So, was that, is that right? Was he a Leicester fan? Or make, I think I'm not making that up. I think uh, he was a Leicester fan. I think that's correct. Yeah, so I think he was Leicester and he was buying like young Swedish players and making them better. Like, you remember like Kim Kalstrom and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I like the sound of that. And But I never had it. And I didn't, I didn't even have a laptop. But my brother did. And I remember t- 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 telling my brother about it. And he was like, my brother didn't live with me. He lived in Collindale, which is where, I, where I'm sort of from, North London, which is about 25 minutes away from Potter's Bar. So he was like, oh, you can come around and play it if you want. And then he, so I was like, I can come play it now. And he drove me literally there and then. And I stayed the night at his house. And it was the first time I ever went to his house <laughs> and played on his laptop. And I was Arsenal because I was a bit, you don't really know that you, just, you want to be a lower, lower league side, really, didn't you? It's more fun being a lower league side. But I was Arsenal because obviously I just didn't get it. And, um, and I remember sitting there at like eight o'clock at night and then just being there to like four and him coming down being like, you probably should go to bed. Like, <laughs> It was like a Saturday night. And I was like, I can't, I can't. And then I was just, I was hooked. I was hooked. And I remember my, so everyone was talking about Yavier Saviola um, being the, the player to buy. And he stats were like just ridiculous, like 19 dribbling, 19 shooting, everything. So I bought him straight away for Arsenal. But he wasn't actually my first signing. Because you could get him from about 19 million from, my memory is ridiculous with it. You could get him from about 19 million from uh, River Plate. But he wasn't my first signing. My first signing, ridiculously, was actually a guy called um, Marlon Brooms, who played for Sheffield Wednesday, right? <laughs> did he, um, was he a centre-back? Was he a sweeper by any chance? So, so, so basically, my first signing on Championship Manager was because my brother's a dick, basically, because he said the best player to buy is um, Marlon Brooms, but you have to play him sweeper. And so I played him sweeper alongside like Sol Campbell and like Gilles Grimondi. <laughs> and, and so I played three in the back. I thought you had to, it's like a cheat. You get to play this guy sweeper. And I never got it. I didn't get it till about a week later. And I was like, I can't, I'll base my whole team around this idiot. And he was, uh, yes, yeah, so that, that, that was my brother being funny. And then I bought, um, I bought Fastino Esprilla, weirdly. Uh, Saviola. I really liked Esprilla. Saviola. And I remember I bought Jermaine Genus from, from Nottingham Forest. Because a lot of people were like, yeah, he's like the next up-and-coming young English player. And him and Freddie Lundberg were battling out for the right... He was a right winger on that game, he was. And he was playing, I remember him and Lundberg oh. having a bit of a battle out, out wide. Um, Mark Kerr, I bought. I, remember, I mentioned him before. Uh, him and Vieira were my sort of holding midfielders. Um, yeah, and that was my first game. And I, I won the league the first season, which I was very proud of. Um, didn't do much tactically. I think sometimes for manager, though, for championship manager... It's best not to do too many tactics. It kind of screws it up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I think back in the earlier games, like the best tactics you could do was just have a four-four-two and then have your left and right back, your left and right midfielder, and just have the arrows going forward. Yeah, actually, like, that's right. Maybe yeah, one yeah, I'm, I'm, one centre midfielder like backwards and one forward. <laughs> four-four-two, one centre midfielder going forward, one one going back, and that's it. <laughs> I actually played a. Um, I've almost played like the Christmas tree effect. I think I did. I think I, once I kind of worked out the Marlon Brooms cheat didn't work. I had four at the back, and I think I had Mark Kerr holding with, and then I had a dime like a. Uh, I had Burkamp behind Asprilla and uh, Saviola, or Asprilla and Omri, or yeah, 
yeah, that was my that was my front line. Pretty decent, wasn't it? Burkamp, Omri, and Esprilla, with, and uh, yeah, and Saviola. That is an interesting one. So the next question I've got for you is because you stole my first question. What's the worst? Worst result or worst thing that's ever happened to you on Football Manager? I know what your answer is going to be already. <laughs> <laughs> um, my worst result? Oh God! Well, it's it's so. I think I think the thing is, I don't think I've got a worst. There's been times when you know I'm a championship team and you get to the playoffs and you lose and you think, for Christ's sake, I've got to do the whole season again. And then it's that big one. Do you just play, restart it and play the game again? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's going to save a lot of time, a lot of effort. Because all I want to do is get the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so that's happened a couple of times and I won't tell you what I did. <laughs> um, I think for me, the worst result ever, I think the worst results ever on that game is when you spend like a bloody hour and a half at the beginning of the season. Like you've just started. It's the beginning of the season. You've bought six players. You've sold six players. It's all very exciting. You think, God, oh, how did I manage to get him here? And the first game of the season, you're like away to Everton and then you lose like 4-1. <laughs> and you're like, okay, that was all pointless. They're rubbish. And you haven't got the patience to kind of carry on with it. Is that, did you, do you have you ever anything like that before? Yeah, I, I'd hate it when you, like you say, you it's a new season, summer, you've bought some players and then like you've got an easy home fixture and you draw. I just the draw is so disappointing. I sometimes I'd rather lose those games. It's so annoying. And last minute, and also in the new one, uh, I've had a couple of big last minute uh, last minute goals uh, that I've celebrated. And VAR is in the new game. So yes, yeah, it is. Yes, a bit of a yeah. That is quite funny. Um, okay, okay. What is your what is your big? Oh, sorry. Actually, actually, let's talk about your worst moments. I know what it is. It's bloody hilarious. Yeah. So this question I designed around what I had in my mind. So, so are you, you okay? What what do you think it is? Well, it turns out Billy um, Marlon Brooms wasn't the cheat. It turns out Billy Sharp is a cheat because he absolutely screwed Tom over. He was like seven 0 and Billy Sharp scored all of them or something. Yeah. So we we refer to this as the Billy Sharp glitch. He got sacked. <laughs> Billy, Billy Sharp glitch because we were. I can't. <clears throat> I was Blackburn. I think you may have been. We're playing against each other as well online. And yeah, go on. And uh, yeah, I don't know who Billy Sharp was with at the time. Was it maybe Forrest? I think you're still at Sheffield United, you know. Sheffield United, yeah. And they absolutely. You're Blackburn? I was Blackburn. And they, yeah, like you said, I think it was 6 0 when Billy Sharp scored all six. And I, so we were playing, me, Nathan Hedges were playing together and I made them quit the game and restarted because I was so convinced that Billy Sharp was a glitch in the game. <laughs> he just hammered everything home against you. <laughs> well, listen, you've got to have a word, though. you got to have a word, though. Who said about for you? For, who had your back? Like Brett Emerton or something, did you? Like, you got to get these guys a bit tighter to Billy Sharp. He's a, he's a machine. He's a gold machine. I probably would have who Blackburn. I probably would have had Ryan Nelson and maybe Sam- oh, uh, Chen- uh, Samba. Samba. Christopher Samba. Yeah. Yeah. You telling me Billy Shaw can score six against them and Brad Friedel? Oh, really? 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 You, mean you need to check their motivation. Was there was their morale in the green, Tom? You know, were they working for you? <laughs> or the easiest uh, reasoning is that it was a glitch. So. <laughs> So, yeah, and Tom got sacked, by the way, after that game, and we had to restart the game because he was basically crying about 
Do you know what? I completely forgot he, that game got me sacked as well. You were starting game because you were whinging. <laughs> and I know. Billy Sharp, Billy Sharp. <laughs> that was well, that was a low point in my uh, football manager. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the next question. What's your biggest high? Biggest high? Um, my one is absolute quality, by the way. But <laughs> God. Mine's probably been so. I mean, it's not a great achievement win, like I said on the previous pod, winning the Champions League with Man City. But I, on the latest one, I've been Bournemouth, who are, if anyone's got the latest football manager and they need a good team, uh, Bournemouth are brilliant. Um, I won the, what is the equivalent of the Europa League with them? And I was, I was absolutely buzzing with that. Nice. Yeah, that, that is a good win. Who do you play in the final? I actually played Tottenham and I beat him on penalties. <laughs> like, I know that's kind of cool. I hate when football manager does them sort of fixtures in the final. Though. Do you know what he just like? It's like it's not that it's never going to be born with Tottenham in the Europa League final, but I just like it'd be so much cooler if you beat like Lazio. Or, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like an AC Milan. But yeah, that was. But unfortunately, I've had a bit of a fall from grace, and I'm I'm like seeing tenth in the league now. So, it's a, well, who have you bought? You bought the dubs? Have you since you won the Europa League? The only one I bought in the first season was Yam and Villa, and Villa. You know that's an unusual signing. Yeah, I is this football manager this year? Yeah, the latest one. Yeah, he's like football manager like five years ago. Yeah, he's he's I think he's like thirty two, but he has got really good stats, and I needed a good defensive midfielder. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And um, okay, what's your best? What would you say? Best. Oh, oh, oh. I'm glad you asked, Tom. I'm glad you asked. Nathan Barmore will vouch for this. I played him online with this. Mine is getting Shola Amiobi to win the Ballon d'Or. Oh, <laughs> didn't you do that? No one. I don't, think, I don't think anyone in the world of football manager can say that. Nice. I... His, his, his stats weren't even that good. All right. I just built a team around him, a team of players who played to Shola Aviobi's strengths, and Shola didn't let me down. He was clinical in front of goal that season. I played Craig Bellamy behind him. And I, I got a decent couple of wide men out there, got the ball out wide, put in a box, and Shola, Shola buried everything. And Bellamy used to like work the channels, and I used to say, I used to say to Shola, "Listen, mate, you make this eighteen-yard box your own. You just hang around here. We'll get the ball to your son." And he delivered. <laughs> How many goals did he have, roughly? Ah, uh, it must have been like forty-two out of thirty-eight. I think he probably played like thirty-five games. He's got like forty-two goals. He um, he was on fire. Like Ronaldo Salah stats. Like that's all he did was score. Like I mean, he got like um, like twenty man matches. Uh, I, I walked the league of Newcastle. It was about my third season. Um, I can't really remember who I bought. I remember I bought Omre Sade, who was a classic uh, player uh, on Football Manager. I played him on the right wing, so he was pacey. And on the left, it might have been, it might have been um, Mario Balotelli. Oh, nice. He, he was a winger. In, in the early days, Balotelli was a winger. And so I think, yeah, I, think I had Balotelli on the left and... Omre Save on the right. Omre Save, weirdly enough, about five years ago, went to Newcastle, but he was rubbish. <laughs> and um, and I had Freddie Guaring in mid in the, uh, holding midfielder, who was a Colombian guy of long shots, twenty. He was a he had a he was he was off oh, animal. Um, I can't remember who I had next to him actually. I can't remember who like my attacking midfielder was. But I had Steve Carr right back. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Amiobi, Ballon d'Or. Um, that, is, that is a great shout. Um, anyone listening, can you match or top that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that's pretty bad. No one. 
Sammy, not, not Sammy, sorry, Shola to win the um like just oh man, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Chris, when you said about Henri Savet and was it Mike Kerr, did you say earlier? Mark Kurtz, he's a Fort yeah. Kirk legend. He didn't my, go much further than Fort Kirk. My brother sent an email in a couple of weeks ago where he's, he listed both of those. And Sam, if you're listening, I'm sure in that first ever championship manager game, you had someone with the surname Spicer, who, and I'm pretty certain. John Spicer? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I think yeah. someone put an offer in for him for over 100 million on my brother's game. This would have been me. But yeah, so, uh, I, think, I think John Spicer. Is he Arsenal? Is it is it Guna? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, I'm sure he is. He's from Romford. I'm just googling him now. Yeah, he, uh, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Burnley, Doncaster, Leighton Orient, Notts County, Southend. So probably, probably in the he probably brought around Bournemouth Burnley days. I reckon. Yeah, but John, I don't, I don't remember him being a football manager legend. But um, I'd, yeah, I'm pretty Sam. If like I say, if you're listening, let me know. But I'm sure Sam had him. I can't remember what club he was, and someone. Offered him a hundred million for him, and I was literally like, "This was in two thousand and two, so that was unreal amounts of money." But so, what did you say? Where did he end up going? Doncaster. <laughs> he, um, yeah, oh yeah, Doncaster. Yeah, he went to all kind of like nonsense clubs. Yeah. But, um, okay, I've got. This might have been before your time. Do you remember Toma to, to Madeira? To Madeira. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> He was a Portuguese player. I think he was 23 years old and he was ridiculous on it. He played for Millwall and, um, no, yeah, he played for, yeah, did he play for Millwall? No, sorry, I said that, I'm talking rubbish. Sorry, no, no. I'm thinking of Chandler Samba. He played for um, Guevara. <laughs> I don't even know what club it was. And basically, it turned out he was a fake player. He didn't, he wasn't, the football manager put him on here for banter. And everyone was like, who the hell is this guy? But it was back in the day where it was quite hard to like Google players. <laughs> so I always thought it was this Portuguese like wizard over there playing for some random club. And um, yeah, he never existed. That is very sneaky. Is it a bit like the regens or was he actually just put in from the no, start? No, no, he was on the game. He was on the game, but he just, um, <laughs> he just never was actually a player. There's so many funny footballers if you think about it. Like, well, I'm trying I'm to think of As you said that player, I was thinking of, uh, Rungratsumi from Portsmouth. Was oh, like yeah. Sixteen years old. He didn't quite. Um, he didn't quite make it. I remember my brother actually. Uh, so sorry, just a touch on Tom Madeira again. I remember my brother like used to celebrate his birthday. Because <laughs> 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 he was such a legend. Uh, I was, I'm, just, I'm just actually googling his stats now. His stats weren't actually that amazing. Set pieces twenty, technique twenty, influence twenty. Finishing 19, dribbling 19. Okay, no, he's pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, that's very good. So um, on the, carrying on a bit from, what about, what's the best player you've signed who's been amazing for you on Football Manager, but has been absolute toilet in real life? So my... Oof, I, um, oh, wow. Um, best player that I've signed who's been rubbish in real life? Yeah, so say, like from my example, it's someone who... Wasn't really well known, but then he came to the Premiership and he was terrible. Go on, who is it? Well, I have a little thing. Go on. So my one was when it was during our uh, me, you, and Nafar days when I was Man City, and I signed Federico Fazio. Oh God, we know you know all too well about him. <laughs> and he was my captain. He was the captain of my Man City team that won the league, won Champions League. So when he came to Spurs, I was I was like, boys, this guy is amazing. Don't worry about it. 
And he's like quite an old looking Argentinian bloke, isn't he? <laughs> he was like six foot six foot five and he was he was an absolute donkey in real life. I think his heading, I think his heading was twenty on foot manager, wasn't it? So it was quite terrifying. It, that's the thing, like if you've got stats for a centre back who's like heading twenty, strength twenty, maybe a bit of pace, then that's all you need. You don't need like the good passing ability and stuff like that. You just need to head the ball away. So I guess my version of that is so I've got two I think so my version of that where I they came to the Premier League and was rubbish was um, it is old school though Ibrahima Bakayoko so he was he's an Ivorian guy I, can't, I think he might have been in like Marseille or somewhere and I signed him for when I was West Ham on Championship Manager he was unbelievable like his stats were ridiculous and he went to Everton in real life and he did nothing. Absolutely, he went there for decent money as well. Like it was like ten million quid, which back then was like not bad. Like it was like in the round time, Shearer was going to Newcastle and stuff. And yeah, he um, he was rubbish. I was looking at his stats here. Everton, he played. He played twenty three games. He scored four goals, but obviously didn't. He, he left. He left the one year. He left that. He only had one season for Everton. That was him. Yeah, I've got. But uh, he was one like my equivalent to that. Um, and my one, that, another one, by the way, who was really good on foot manager, but terrible, or charity manager, and terrible in real life was Yunichi Inamoto when Arsenal signed him. Was he really good on? I can't. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, him and him and him and Hidetoshi Nakata were like the ones um, for the, like the Japan boys. But um, yeah, absolutely useless in, in real life. <laughs> then, um, but no, Oscar Cordozo is probably my one who never really made it in real life because he was an absolute beast on foot manager. Uh, so more recently. He was pretty prolific for Benfica, but he never he didn't really move on from there, did he? he? Never really. Well, I remember watching him in the World Cup around that sort of time for Paraguay, and he didn't really do anything. So I suppose it's a bit harsh to like sort of go. And he's, I mean, I'm looking at him now. Christ, does he still play? Oh, yeah, he plays for Libertad. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Is he? Oh, Paraguay, Paraguay football team. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. So, okay, yeah, no, fair enough. He's got 112 goals and 175 games for Benfica, so not too bad. But yeah, Oscar Dozo is probably. The one who, you know, I would like to see him on these shores because he was incredible. Do you remember my song? Do you remember my song about Oscar Cordoza every time he scored? God, oh, is it Kings of Leon, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Cordoza's on fire. <laughs> Do you remember my Sergio Aguero one? Wasn't it just like Mario Kart? No, that was, um, that was, that was someone else. I don't know, I don't know Aguero's one. No, uh, my, my Aguero one is, oh. Oh, 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 can you feel the surge? And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> what song is that? I don't know. Nathan started singing it, so it's going to be some 70s or 80s crap. Now you say it, I do remember it, but yeah. And I, was, and, yeah. I also had Michael well, Johnson, so every time he scored, I did a little Michael Jackson number, but obviously that's probably a bit... Um, well, what happened to him? Michael Johnson went backwards, didn't he? In his career, he started. He was like a real up and coming youngster. He did nothing, didn't he? He had a lot. I, I'm not sure what issues he had, whether it was injury or sort of personal problems, but there was something along those lines because he was really good at Man City. For he had a good couple of seasons, and then under, um, he came through under Sven, didn't he? And then he didn't really didn't come to anything. So okay, one more question for you. One more. Qu- have you got? Have you got any more of you? Uh, no, I just sort of made those questions up. During okay, fair. <laughs> why is football manager so? We've got five minutes left. Why is football manager so addictive? Sum it up in 30 seconds. Go oh, for God's sake, Hedges. Um, 
God, where do I start? It's it's a different sort of completely different game to it's a tactical game. It's different from fifty seconds. Fifty seconds to go, <laughs> and it has the ability of it's a bit like gambling. You don't want to leave the table when you're on a hot streak, but then if you're losing money, you want to try and get your money back. So you stay on and you keep going and you keep going. Then it's five a.m. in the in the morning. And just still, you're on a six-game winning streak or six-game losing streak, but you just can't physically turn it off because you just got just one more game, just one more game. Nice, yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah. I think, well, you, you, you save that because it started about fifty seconds. Of like, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, you know, it's a. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you really bloody dropped that shit bomb on me, didn't you, mate? <laughs> Come on, let's hear your well, let's hear your well-prepared answer then. I think what you said there, I think there's definitely something in that casino lighting effect, that kind of like the flashing lights, uh, particularly when the new one came out with the pitch and stuff. But I know I think beyond that, it's every man's dream, isn't it? You've got stats on top of stats on top of stats. You can actually, I my my best ever football manager uh, sort of days have come from me watching a team on Super Sunday going, Oh, I feel sorry for those fans. I think I could do a bit better than this manager. <laughs> and you can pretend, you can pretend you're doing it. Like <laughs> there is no barrier. You don't have to stop thinking. You can actually go and do it. And of course, it doesn't mean anything, and it's ridiculous. But it's that little win in your head, and it's fabulous. <laughs> and the idea that you can buy and sell players and do business, and it's like your own little part-time job. And it's like, yeah, it's just different. You hire staff, and you know, it's just. It's it's wonderful, but unfortunately, it's not for me anymore because I need to prioritise other things in my life. But for <laughs> for a good, for my thirty two, for a good pushing twenty years of my life, it's been very, very, very big part of it, and I'm glad it, none of it was a waste of time. I'm very and it enhanced my football knowledge massively. That was longer than thirty seconds. But how did I do? Yes, likely you had a few uh, days, maybe a week, to prepare that answer, Hedges. Yeah. <laughs> all right, mate. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> We should have prepared your questions better. I wouldn't spring it on you. <laughs> Had the Billy Sharp glitch, mate. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. I wonder when Billy Sharp was going to come back into it. I said, why are you going to cry? I'll tell you what, why, you, why do you start crying and we'll restart the old podcast? <laughs> You're listening to this, Billy Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Sharp strikes again. Right. Okay. Cool. Happy days. I enjoyed that. Anything else you want to, Anything else we, we should end it on? Um, no, I was just... Trying to think of was there no nothing. <laughs> We've got a Billy Sharp in our episode name. Can we just put Billy Sharp is there and then just put some stars? <laughs> yeah, I think put Billy Sharp and oh my god, yeah, you got like and Heskey makes it six. Why do we? Why do we? Heskey makes it five. Where and Billy Sharp makes it six. <laughs> and then just yeah, uh, Hallam fired. <laughs> Billy Sharp. Yeah, we'll think of a um, you know like uh, you know like Nightmare on Elm Street. It'll be like Nightmare on Bramall Lane or something. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Billy Sharp and Tom Harry. <laughs> what's a what's a good horror film that's got a name in it? But was it what was it? Freddy was it Freddy Krueger? Is it? That was Nightmare what's on Elm Street. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, same thing. Same film. <laughs> <laughs> um, it must be a film of a, of a scary person. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll Pete, if you're listening, this is the process of how we get our podcast name. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, I think this one's got Billy Sharp in it. I think we'll have a yeah. We'll think of a horror film and Billy Sharp, and we'll put a combination of it, and we'll, we'll work it out. Lovely. All right, mate. Cool. I enjoyed that. Any yeah. So yeah, you, I already asked that. You don't want to add anything, do you? <laughs> no, what I do next week will be our Euro special because that's when it would be kicking off. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We know. We're not. We know. We, we're like beefy both, and we don't play by the rules. Yes, there is no Euro starting next week, but it was supposed to start next week. So we'll talk about Euros. We'll talk about our finest international moments, our favourite Euro moments, particularly Euro 96. I imagine it's going to crop up quite a bit. Um, and overall, I guess our favourite moments, our favourite players, sticker books we can talk about, mate. That's quite a fun thing to talk about. We can look forward yeah. to what our potential squad team would be for Euro 2020, because they're still called 2020, even though it's going to be in 2021. Are they actually going to call it that, are they? Yeah, it's that. still going to be called Euro 20. Oh right, that's. I suppose why not? Makes sense, didn't it? Otherwise, it looks a bit weird in the in the history books, doesn't it? it was, it's gonna yeah be with a big asterisk next to it. But no. Oh well, this is getting done. All right, mate. Listen, have a lovely evening, and uh, well, what's left of it, and I will catch up with you all next week, very very soon. See you later. See you later. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye bye.